Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. Uh, I am your mayor. I hope you guys didn't forget me. I'm Derek Montia. Of course, uh, this guy, I can't thank enough for holding it down while I was gone. The vice mayor, Jesse Friedman. Jesse, how you doing, sir? We missed you, Derek. I miss we're you happy, guys. I miss this back. place. I missed everything. Um, and we're very, very thrilled to be joined by our special guest today, uh, Aces Communications Manager, Adam Nichols. Adam, thank you so much for joining us, hey, man. thank you for guys having me here. I yeah. appreciate it a lot. No, no problem. And we appreciate uh, the Aces. We've become big Aces fans. Oh, yeah. We've had no choice but to, but we've... Uh, <laughs> We, 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 you are our source right now for all of our good players to come up to this team. So we're thankful to have you here. <laughs> of course, uh, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. It is World Series Day, folks. We are here. We finally arrived. The layoff felt like too long, Jesse. It felt like too long of a layoff. Uh, I don't know. Is this normal? Is this normal? Do they normally get this much time going into the World Series? I think it's not horribly uncommon if the championship series uh, both only go four and five games, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it sort of set up an odd situation here. But the day has come, Derek. There will be World Series uh, baseball played tonight. Yes. So I know a lot of people are excited about that. Uh, the uh, route is on, as I predicted. The Astros are going to steamroll the Phillies. But, of course... Uh, that's not who people are rooting for, and we know that. We know who's rooting for Houston and who's not rooting for Houston. And let's take a look at who America is rooting for uh, because it's mostly just, uh, yep, all Phillies. Shocker. All the, everywhere. <laughs> the farther you get away from Houston, the redder it gets. But any surprises here, gentlemen, on, uh, on Phillies dominating the nation's heart? I feel like, I mean... With the Astros, it's not just the trash can thing at this point, right? It's the fact that they were in the World Series last year. They've been a very, very good team sure, for a very long sure. time. Sure, it's a combination of factors. They, they're in yeah. that zone that we talked about where you're so good that unless you're a fan of the team, you don't care for the team, right? Like once you achieve a certain level of greatness in any sport, you are either hated or you're a fan of the team. But there's no like, eh, I don't really like them, but I'm kind of rooting for them to win another championship. Yeah. Do you have a, a rooting interest or do you have a an inclination one way or the other of who might come away with the series, Adam? Well, I think the, the great thing about Houston being in it is that there's an actual villain. 
And that's a great <laughs> yes, thing that yes, happens. Yeah, there's that, a heel. Right. <laughs> and that, love it. Anytime that you have a great series is that you you have that defined heel and the and hero. And I, absolutely. And it's rare to see Philadelphia as the hero. So it's <laughs> right. it's nice it's nice to see that they that they've got that. But they've got a lot of players that that you can identify with. And and there's yeah. Uh, between Schwarber and Harper and Castellanos and Nola, you, you have a lot of players that show that passion that people want to see yeah. and, and know what the moment is. And, and you've seen in the postseason that they're, they've basically risen to that moment and, and had their, their career sort of highlighted through this. So yeah. uh, I, I want to see what Philadelphia can do um, and see whether or not that pitching can hold up that that's, been streaking since the second half yeah yeah you know here's the thing with me is is like the philadelphia is then like two seasons away from being in houston's exact spot if they won two world series in a row they would be the team that everybody in the nation would be against right especially with their payroll and their lineup they they have guys that it's easy to be fans of but it's also easy to forget that they have the fourth highest payroll in baseball and in a lot of ways that's typically what's villainized in the sport is who spent more and yeah. you know things like that, right? So it's it's kind of an interesting dynamic, but I think Houston really still it not only has the cheating label on them, but it's like you said, the the success they've had makes it that much easier to root against them. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, and the Astros do have some pretty likable players, I think too. Sure. Like like there are some pretty great stories on on that baseball team. Yeah. Like Jeremy Pena, what he's done this year as the Astros shortstop, basically coming in and having very big shoes to fill from Carlos Correa and what. He's meant to that organization over the last few years, and Jeremy Pena has been extraordinarily good uh, in the postseason for the Astros. So, uh, also the Astros haven't lost a game yet in, in the playoffs, There's which that. I feel like we don't, going we don't mention enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Derek over here thinks thinks uh, they're gonna just go through the entire I'm postseason without Alex losing a game. Alex Bregman shirt right now, folks. It's got Alex Bregman riding little tigers and Houston Rockets. That's <laughs> this is just to, to troll you and make you understand how much I mean that the Astros are going to steamroll the Phillies. I don't want to see that. I would love to see a competitive series, but I also like being right. So I'm torn there. Uh, <laughs> also, if you're, if you're rooting for Philly, you might just be rooting for an economic disaster for the United <laughs> States. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because according to this tweet over the past 100 years, the surest sign of an oncoming financial crisis has been a Philadelphia based baseball team winning the world series. 1929, the Philadelphia Athletics. 1980, the Philadelphia Phillies. 2008, oh my God, I worked for a home mortgage company during that time. I saw it firsthand. Oh, Phillies man. won the World Series. And now here we are on the precipice of the Phillies, maybe winning in 2022. So should they do that? Should you be rooting for that? You might just be rooting uh, for a recession. That's all I'm saying. You <laughs> might be rooting for some sort of terrible thing to happen to this country. Uh, economically, but of course, uh, we got some game one predictions. We got Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phillies. We have Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros. What are your guys' thoughts here? I, I like Verlander a lot. Yeah, I think that I he's think done Verlander, some good things. I think Verlander probably rises to this moment. He yeah. was not good in his first start in the playoffs, but uh, his most recent start against the Yankees, he was very, very good. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a competitive game, uh, but I do think the Astros will probably take game one. Let's not forget Aaron Nola lost the crown of King Brother to Austin Nola in the last series. Even though this they won true. in advance, he still lost the crown of of King Nola Brother. But, uh, Adam, what do you think the keys are here for Philadelphia? Uh, I think the big key is can Nola go six? That's, yeah. that's the big key. Is he's, yeah. Verlander's going to be able to to go in and know that this is one of the last shots of him 
having October greatness. Yeah. And, and so, you know, he's going to bring his a game and having Nola match that uh, is going to be the key for them. Yeah. Uh, putting together uh, with enough runs also as can with uh, Swarber, uh, Cassianos, Harper, can they, can they sneak a three run homer somewhere? And that, that really, I think is the key is because you know that uh, Houston's going to try to, have that as a close game um, and, and be able to just sort of ride on Verlander and, and hopefully he goes seven, eight and yeah. you see that 14 K performance that you, everyone's yeah. expecting. I know. Yeah. And, and for some way that uh, Philadelphia can, can cheat a homer here or there uh, on a fastball that that's where I think Philly can, can bite them early. I think Philly has uh, a bit of an issue when it comes to the bullpen there. So you're right. Like Astros definitely have the advantage, I think bullpen wise. So uh, Philly is going to need their starters to get yeah. some length. In if, this. if the Phillies are going to win this game, they're going to get to Justin Verlander. I think that's yeah. that's the, yeah. that's the key for them. They're probably not going to win the bullpen battle. I will say as, as much as I will acknowledge that I, I just said Justin Verlander will rise to the occasion tonight. Justin Verlander in his career in the World Series has made seven starts. He is 0-6 with a 5.68 ERA. Justin Verlander has not risen to the occasion in the past in the World Series. But for some reason, maybe I'm crazy, but I think he will tonight. No, I I would get it because it's like what you both said. It's it's one of his last hurrahs, right? And if he has performed like that in the World Series, you don't want to go out like that. You want to go out with a ring and you want to go out with one of your final performances, hopefully being one of your most dominant in the playoffs. Hopefully, you know, for him, he he has what two left in him, you know, for this, and the, and they can yeah, probably they can take it. But we'll see what happens with that. It's exciting. It's it's like Christmas. It's World Series Day, so get ready. Uh, make some popcorn for Santa Claus or whatever you do. Uh, get Cracker Jacks, Cracker Jacks. For, one one <laughs> I think Cracker Jacks for Santa Claus. But uh, we do have some Arizona Diamondbacks news. Believe it or not, Arizona Diamondbacks claim right-handed pitcher Tyler Zuber off waivers from the Royals on Wednesday. Uh, adding is a bullpen arm potentially. Yeah, bullpen yeah. arm. Yeah, he's pitched uh, pitched a couple of years uh, in the Royals or with the Royals in their bullpen. Um, the numbers weren't weren't great as you'd maybe expect for a, a waiver claim. Mid five ERA from 2020 to 2021. I think it's about 50 innings that he pitched over for Kansas City. Uh, recovering from an injury right now, but I think he'll be ready to go next year as a bullpen candidate for the Diamondbacks. And this is something where we were sort of expecting. Mike Hazen said that. Um, you know, in, in his final year press conference, he talked about how the waiver wire is something the D-backs will look to be active in uh, in trying to find some more options in their bullpen. And they have gotten some pretty good pitchers that way. I know you're definitely not going to get everyone to pan out, um, you know, using the waiver wire. Sure. But, um, you know, Kyle Nelson was a really good pickup for the Diamondbacks in that way uh, last offseason. So uh, maybe Tyler Zuber can, can be that same guy. And I believe I believe that the Diamondbacks believe in their coaching. I think that they believe strongly enough. I think they've seen it. I think they've seen the impact that it's had on players, even guys that have been a bit of a castaway from another team. And I think they look for certain qualities. It's almost like when a young pitcher in spring training or even in the Arizona Fall League kind of have a rough outing, but there's still a lot of positive takeaways, even though they gave up three runs or whatever, right? It's yeah. They're encouraged by a lot of the stuff they've seen. So there's, I'm sure there is... Uh, what what is happening here? <laughs> what are we getting bombarded we agree. by the Reno Aces account? We agree, Reno. All right, what is happening here? I don't, I, I don't like this. I don't I don't like this, but we'll get around to you guys later. Uh, of course, uh, we have more Diamondbacks news. Christian Walker named Fielding Bible Award winner uh, at first base by Baseball Info Solutions, uh, and he was also named a Silver Slugger finalist along with 
Catel Marte. Uh, so what? Bit you... of a bit of a surprise, yeah, right? I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. It's it's almost like baseball still trying to say like we were right about Catel Marte. Remember earlier when we said he'd be the best yeah. second baseman in all of baseball? We're trying to make something happen here, but uh, yeah, no surprises there about Christian Walker. I don't think no. either for winning a you know fielding award, any kind of gold glove or you know he's been excellent for this team we've talked at length about his defensive run saved and his defensive metrics and how good he's been over there at first base but yeah uh, uh, it's good to see him also nominated for the silver slugger award as a finalist not sure if he'll win it based on his competition no, there he, but he won't but <laughs> i'll just still, i'll just say it there's freddie freeman and paul goldsmith oh, in the national God. league it's a bit of, bit of an obstacle for him uh, well actually jesse i'm glad to see that didn't go yeah away. i kind of have to be that guy yeah, in that circumstance jerk. uh could tell marte um i think was nominated more just because of the fact that there aren't uh, offensively in the national league second base is just fairly light and so Cattell Marte was able to be one of the five guys nominated there. I think Jeff McNeil probably has the best chance to win the award uh, of the Mets. Jeff McNeil, not many people maybe realize this, but Jeff McNeil won the batting title, I believe. He hit 326 uh, for the New York Mets this year. So a pretty crazy yeah, offensive season yeah. from him. So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think you're going to see Cattell or Christian Walker come away with these awards. But it's always still great to you know get those nominations. Um, and Christian Walker, with regard to his fielding, he is... Uh, four days away from winning the Gold Glove Award. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go on record and say wow. that. Wow, so. <laughs> he, just, he just did it. That's a, that's or a, as we've a, said in the past, if it doesn't happen, we riot. That's so a hot it's one of, one of those two things. <laughs> one of those two things will happen. Adam, I want to say, did Christian Walker, he spent some time in Reno. Right? He, had, he had a couple years in Reno, actually, yeah. working his way up. So yeah. It, it, and the funny thing is, is that they, they also tried him in different positions as well. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just a, a first baseman in Reno. He was, he was learning outfield and, and third base as well. So. So, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any mem- memories of your impressions of him from that time? Like, did you think that like he was going to be a guy that made it? Did yeah. You, was yeah. he like a gold glove first baseman? Like, like, did people see that coming? Uh, I think that really the they saw footwork, but they the true soft hands were there. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, he didn't really have a home yet. Um, yeah. So it, just having the stability at first base of learning the position because everyone thinks that you can just put first baseman, just anybody at first base. Correct. Yeah. Uh, just he's a big guy. We'll just throw him over there. It, it is an, a position that you need to be agile enough. And the, the other thing is that it's a completely opposite from all the other positions because the footwork's opposite. So you're going towards the baseball when you're trying to get get a, a, a ball thrown at you and everything else like that. Yeah. So you, you, you have to almost have to think of it opposite compared to playing on the left side of the field um it, the bat was always there uh it was just whether or not the the glove could match the bat and, and it seems like like you said the co- trust the process of the coaching staffs with the, sure. with the diamondbacks and, and they've got some great people behind the scenes that are that are putting in the work to get these guys prepared yeah uh, so it's nice to see that that hard work that christian's put in is is now putting in the, the results. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's been excellent. And like we said, we, we've yeah. even seen other guys over there mm-hmm. at first base. And it's it's funny how quickly you take for granted how good he is defensively over there, just with the small things, just with his ability to stretch out and get that, you know, like give that extra little little distance and, and his consistency over there, right? But 
Uh, so if he's if he's mastered first base, does that mean we we try him somewhere no, else now? No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we absolutely don't. We can play center field. Yeah, no, I don't like <laughs> there's that. There's plenty all. of outfielders. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's, there's so, enough right. outfielders. That's right. true. But maybe, I'm saying, maybe we can catch. Maybe yeah, that's, maybe. Maybe that's the I way don't to know. go. Cooper Hummel might not like that, but uh, <laughs> I will say that he, you know, again, we tend to think of guys that are in a place like Reno that are switching positions as somebody that's not necessarily a lost cause, but it sends like. It can tend to send alarms off, right? But it's something that's common when you guys are trying to figure out where they're best fit in. And especially in the case of the Diamondbacks, like you said, with the outfield, where can they play? Like if the outfield is so stacked, where else where you might be able to be a viable defensive player that will get you playing time? Well, and also until this year when the DH was added to to the National League, Vers- yeah. versatility was sure. a key for a National League club. Right. And I think that organizationally, the the team value, the organization values uh, a player that can be more than just a spot. Um, and, and the more hats that you can wear, more gloves that you can have in your bag, yeah. um, it is only an added value. Uh, I believe with the with the Diamondbacks, so you start to see a lot of guys that can play shortstop and second base. Some before it was usually one or the other, yeah. um, and, and even with like Cooper Hummel or, or even Dal- Dalton Varsho, it's like can you play outfield and can Varsho. you catch and, and, and everything else like that. So yeah. so can you do everything? And he's and, like, sure, I have all the tools. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I, and that's a, that's a very important role um, it, when it comes to having that that versatility that that an entire bench can be four or five position option instead yeah. of just one yeah yeah that's a great that's a great point well uh this by the way the yotes play their inaugural home game at mullet arena this friday and we've seen that's, your that's meet. tonight we've seen your it's this Derek, right, that's the, today. that is it's today it's today right. Derek. <laughs> Derek. he's a little <laughs> out of the loop i'm a little out of the loop all right <laughs> i apologize but uh today is the day so make sure uh, you guys join our PHNX Coyotes crew at Four Peaks for our tailgate watch party. It's free to enter, and you can enjoy $3 beer specials and watch on a 20-foot jumbo screen. Register through the link in our show notes. Also, hook yourself up with some discounted beer. They're going to have $15 for a 24-pack of their fall variety. Uh, this Saturday only at Four Peaks Wilson Street Brewery, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The first 50 peeps there get a free Oktoberfest t-shirt. $15 Must, for a 24-pack. $15 for a 24-pack. That's a, it's a killer wow. deal. And it's a variety pack. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I... Uh, you I, 24 the same thing? No, I love a variety. Yeah, I love a variety. Yeah. It's, the, it's the best. So uh, remember, check that out over at Four Peaks. Uh, must be 21 years or o- older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, over at DraftKings, by the way, new customers can also get uh, down on NBA action with an NBA Moneyline bet. By betting $5 on any NBA team to win their Moneyline bet, you will get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And of course, as Jesse will tell you, you got to bet on the Suns. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. That's a must. Uh, you can also boost it's your officially winnings. Suns betting. It's season. officially Suns you bet on the Suns, season. you bet against the Coyotes. That's the way that that works over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Min- minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes uh, for details. The Reno Aces want to know, is Adam going to the game? <laughs> is Adam going to the game? Are uh, you going to Mullet Arena? Today? Are you going off to the Mullet Arena? If there's a way to get a free ticket, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we'll see well, what we can do. Yeah, well, I don't really have that power. Time, but. That, right? that's, another, that's another ad read. But uh, well, What about your experience? Because you, over at uh, Greater Nevada Field, you guys have a fun fan experience. And uh, I guess something that's kind of, I don't know, underestimated is we tend to think of minor league teams just as a place for the younger players to play. But for Reno, it's, it's, 
kind of a, a big deal for the city, right? It, it's a, a big deal for the city. The, the, we have a tremendous fan base. Yeah. But another great thing that we try to offer is that we have 75 home dates. We try to have 75 parties. <laughs> so yes, love it. The, the, the baseball is the <laughs> backdrop, and it's just a different way of way uh, fans of Reno really look at the field and, and the entire experience. Uh, baseball insiders love the prospects, yeah. but we want to have this as great of an environment as possible when it comes to enjoyment, entertainment, having a great day out at the ballpark, enjoying warm Warm weather once it finally the summer hits. Uh, Reno is a little bit chilly in, in April and yeah. in, in May. Uh, if you saw that, we even had a Mother's Day sort of snowstorm. Uh, but, oh, gosh. Yeah, that was my welcome to Reno moment. So, uh, But we, we do. We have promotions every day. We have fireworks every Friday. We have family Sundays where we have, where you have dollar hot dogs, dollar drinks, everything else like that. Dollar hot dogs. Dollar hot dogs. Dollar hot dogs. Dollar hot dogs. That, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's dangerous. Uh, exactly. That's dangerous. Uh, it, it, Sean DePaz. Yeah. Go. Do not, do not let Sean know about that for sure. <laughs> exactly. So we we try to have every single sort of themes from Star Wars night. We now also have teamed up with Marvel and Defender of the Diamonds. Yeah. So we're, we've got that entire promotion. We're going to also uh, we're rebranding our Copa uh, team as well. Our uh, logo and, and entire nickname and everything else like that. Which I love all that all stuff. That. Yeah. I uh, love and, all of that stuff. And we. We really want to have it as an enjoyable experience as possible when it comes to just come out to the ballpark, enjoy a great day, have great memories, um, and enjoy some great food, watch some quality baseball because the Diamondbacks have been fortunate enough to send Reno a lot of top prospects. No kidding. So yeah. the, there is great baseball behind it, but we want the experience of coming and entertaining beyond that as well. What's your favorite promotion from this past year? Something stick out to you? Uh, the the one that uh, that stuck out the most to me was it had to be uh, really Star Wars is a huge night. Yeah, it's always interesting. Uh, the Reno resident is actually. Uh, some of the original cast members were there, the the extras and everything else Whoa. like that. Whoa. Oh, oh my God. Uh, but, but just also having some of the, the, the actual just super fans dressing up, seeing yeah. just the way the crossover of that is of having the, the passion of a, a sci-fi uh, father as well. Having that and baseball, just seeing people dressed up in costumes, yeah. having the pictures taken, the the custom uniforms that we had, I think were great. They're Reno, Reno Aces with R two D two streaming across, nice. sort of like a Tequila Sunrise style. Oh, so yeah, 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 was yeah. there. So having that type of just experience there, I think, just was a really an amazing time. Well, and now you guys, like you said, you have the Marvel promotion now, where you guys yeah. have Mr. Baseball. We have, we have Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball comes out every seventh inning already. He's uh -huh. a, a giant inflatable baseball man that that sings the seventh inning stretch and nice. take me out to the ball game um, and, and luckily we we have a very talented uh designer in-house and a combination between that and feedback and marvel and everything else like that uh we're happy to unveil that new hat that's going to be uh yeah. pre-sale uh i believe a week before black friday so that's uh, Ooh, you can nice. you can go to the website right now and, and register and we'll send you an email when that's finally on sale um and then new uniforms actually will be coming out uh I believe early next year. So they'll have a custom uniform that we'll wear twice next year at least. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Ben in the comments says Reno is greater than Vegas. Can you <laughs> can you confirm, Adam? Is that is that true? Tell us about the the biggest little city. I've never yeah, been. Yeah. Is it? Who, how would you describe it to someone who's never been there? Uh, 
you're in the high desert. I think that there's a, it's a great uh, town where we actually city. Uh, there's a lot, uh, a lot to do. Love if you love the outdoors, if you love baseball, if you love golf. Um, the downtown scene is growing and, and there's some great food that's popping up left and right. So, uh, and, and honestly, one of the other interesting things is, is like, there's the national car museum, I believe that's right Ooh. down the street from the Truckee river from the ballpark. So it's got this collection of all classic cars yeah. and all that nice. type of stuff. Um, there's always something to do. September's got the, the balloon festival. So you have the hot air balloons that are all throughout the entire, that's, it, it, that's it's really fun. cool to look yeah. at. Like, sadly, we, we had a lot of smoke when that happened this week that this year but i've seen pictures of previous years and you've just got an entire just lit up sky of just hot air balloons everywhere it's awesome. really cool wow. I've, I've heard it's like uh, it's like vegas kind of used to be a little bit too when it comes to like it's casino scene and things like that like it's a, it's not as uh gigantic resorts and things but it's still got the vibe of vegas Oh yeah, you still have the uh, the casino scene. You can get your sports book or your blackjack play yeah. as much as you want. Um, that, that's never far away. That's important. Uh, but but honestly, for me, twenty minutes away is Lake Tahoe. I'll take Lake Tahoe over yeah. Lake Mead. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, no so we'll we'll take the win there. Uh, all right. So uh, speaking of Reno and the the outdoors and everything, mm -hmm. is it like? The elevation. Is that something that like people there know that they're going to get like monster home runs and they're kind of in under like, is it like Colorado and the aspect that they just know it's a highly offensive ballpark due to it? I, I think that they they expect home runs and, and a higher scoring a, a game, yeah. um, especially early on. I noticed the spring and early summer before uh, really summer set in um, there is a jet stream out to right field. So, I've uh, heard about this. So there, yes. there, there's a serious jet stream out to right field. So left left-handed power pull power hitters, um, they're getting some extra feet on their on their on the, multiple on the Diamondbacks players in the clubhouse told me about the jet stream going to right field. Uh, so and, and, and the other great thing about with the the games as well is that uh, no lead is safe. So yeah, even right. if you're if you're down by yeah. five or up by five, uh, or nothing or more, feels nothing, nothing, feels like nothing ever secure. feels safe. It's just a more fun brand of baseball. Yeah, right? I, agree. I mean. And that's that's like like we like lead changes. We like a lot of back and forth. That tends right? to be what you would consider to be a good baseball game, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, there's there. I think with baseball, we've come to accept that there's going to be a lot of low scoring three to one games and things like that. And so sometimes if Brandon Fodd is on the mound. If Brandon Fodd is on the mound, it's possible. Course, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> definitely. And he he tamed not only Reno, he also tamed Amarillo. And I guess from what yeah. I understand, Amarillo is yeah. the, the the worst ballpark in in minor yeah. league baseball when it comes to to, yeah, to, to home pitching, runs. to yeah. home runs, <laughs> and everything else like that. So uh, he he's definitely a dynamic pitcher. That if he can tame Amarillo and Reno, um, having having him in the NL West, uh, hopefully sooner than later, will be something that uh, oh, will we be can't, we can't wait. Yeah, yeah <laughs> can't wait. imagine pitching in like Oracle Park after after being yeah, so no, used <laughs> to Amarillo. <laughs> in the PCL like oh my gosh this outfield is huge I didn't know the ball could fall like that yeah. oh. <laughs> I didn't know it could just fall out of the sky suddenly <laughs> uh speaking of dynamic players mm -hmm. I guess that's something that we were uh kind of wondering about when it comes to the dynamic of the best players on the team basically leaving once they start to achieve that point so like is that something that you guys view as 
constantly a good thing, like a promotion going up or especially when you're got to be a good thing. But it's like also kind of sad, right? Yeah. Like when Corbin Carroll gets called up, like celebrate, but also Corbin Carroll isn't in Reno. Is leaving. Anymore, yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it ultimately we're, we're a pit stop on their journey. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we provide the platform for them to develop and, and we want every single Reno ace to succeed in Arizona. Um, and some get the chance, some don't. Um, but ultimately, that's where we try to provide this best of a uh, spot for them to continue to hone their craft so that ultimately they're at, in Chase Field or they're playing in the NL West. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is uh, sometimes it's uh, it's bittersweet because like Stone Garrett, we lost 25 home runs and 95 RBI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it's but he put in the time and, and, and he got his shot in the big, big leagues. And ultimately, yeah. that's what we want all these players to get. Right. Right. That's got to feel like that's part of your achievement as well. I know it's their achievement, but like if they if they can be a successful player based on their time in Reno, I feel like that every time they make it up and they start doing well, that's got to be kind of a bit of a like go get them kid moment for you guys. Absolutely. And and AAA is a unique spot because there are a lot of veteran players that have a major league experience. So you're starting to see, you see some guys that are sort of those tweeners that are sort of their back end major league roster guys, but they're, they're quality AAA players and and they're finding their spot too. But it also gives a chance for these prospects to get that uh, taste against major, major league players that have that experience, whether it's a thought learning to, pitch against a guy that's been in the big leagues before getting those ABs against him. And, and these players, these hitters know how to work counts. Sure. And I think that's one of the things that the the top flight pitching prospects that the Diamondbacks have had, uh, especially the about last year here with Reno is that they yeah. got day in day out battles uh, against guys that know how to work counts and t- take every at bat seriously. Because, yeah. um, and, and the same thing when it comes to any position players that they're getting quality pitching back um and so they they need to take every at bat seriously as well ben in the chat asks do reno fans follow and root for the diamondbacks in the same way we do or are they more just reno fans Mm. uh i i know that the d-backs is growing in reno yeah um the infiltration of the giants over the last let's say decade with three world series titles <laughs> makes, it uh, makes it a little bit more difficult in the bay geographically we're kind of closer to a winner yeah. than the <laughs> exactly but uh, i i know that we have a core of diehard fans that that love their the w- players that are aces and then see them sure. succeed at the dimeback level yeah. and and the more that they succeed at the major league level i know that that's continuing to to grow a fan base and one great thing about going to a game of greater nevada field is that you have access to these players the pregame and everything yes. else like that yeah. it does yeah. not cost uh, an arm and a leg to get uh down to field level so you can have that five-year-old six-year-old have a chance to see Tommy Henry or Stone Garrett and get that autograph yeah. and everything else pregame and have that connection where at the major league level, that's a little bit more difficult. That's an expensive seat down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Not, not only that, but like we've seen when they do autograph signings mm-hmm. and like, unless you have a field pass, you don't get access to some of the guys. And in some cases, maybe only, you know, uh, two or three of the guys come over to the stands and sign autographs from fans that yeah. are there and such. So like, it's, it's kind of like what we say about fall league and spring training too. Mm-hmm. It's just an, a chance to not only, see the future of this team, but get a chance to meet them for a second and get a chance to get an autograph or a picture with them before, uh, 
before they become that superstar that Corbin Carroll is going to become. We know that. Of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, of course, if you guys haven't had a chance to get a membership yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Get yourself a membership over at gophnx.com. You can get an annual membership and you'll get a free T-shirt like these beautiful T-shirts up on the wall over here. Uh, Jesse was supposed to wear one, but he let me down. Of course. Uh, didn't get the memo well, today, didn't get I the guess. memo, but whatever, whatever shirt you want over at phnxlocker.com. Uh, if you get a month-to-month membership, you will get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, regardless of your membership status, you will get members only access to our discounts for the phnxlocker.com members only access to our discord and members only invites to some of our events uh it's not part of it but like the tailgate party tonight that i forgot that today is friday you know that kind of thing <laughs> make sure to sign up for a membership and that way you don't get miss out on any of that stuff if you're here right now in the on the phnx sports youtube channel we thank you guys for being here big shout out to adam for joining us we appreciate you sir uh, if you uh, haven't already, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. And also, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a review. We love you for it. Uh, of course, we want to give a shout out to our friends at More Furniture uh, for everything that they've done around this office. This place is beautiful. My face is still up on a picture that says no office chairs at every location. Uh, still don't find that to be fair, but you can buy an office chair or whatever you need uh, over at the More Furniture Fall Sale. Wait, your picture is on what? Yeah, they have a picture of me up and it says, don't sell this man office furniture. Oh, I'd say no more right. office chairs for this guy is what it said at one of them. So <laughs> I tried to wear a mustache and glasses like, uh, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Why am I? Mets manager. I can't, it's slipping my mind now. It was a funny joke and now I ruined it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend over at More Furniture. Uh, so make sure to check them out and spruce up your home this fall for all of the sports that are coming not only now but but you know of course you know the super bowl is right around the corner so you want to make sure you're ready for that uh back to reno our favorite place uh the tops prospects who played for reno aces this year include a variety of the diamondbacks uh starters now and guys that are feels like about half of the diamondbacks roster right there are a lot of call-ups this year uh and also six of the d-backs organizational all-stars were reno aces juan cedeno Sateno, uh, uh, Leandro Sateno, uh, Dominic Canzone, Stone Garrett, Dominic Fletcher, and Brandon Fott. So, uh, just what are, I guess, what's your assessment of the Diamondbacks system? Do you feel like they really are producing some of the best talent now that, that you know, most of, of most baseball teams as far as young guys go? I, I think that where where a lot of the organizational rankings are, D backs being high is, is spot on. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the big thing that, that, uh, the D-backs, I think, have in spades is they have arms that throw hard and they have athletes. And that's two big things that the way that they're viewing everything is that trust the coaching. They've got the coaches to start sorting out where they, they all need to go. And, and there's some really talented players that, that are coming through the system. And they're right on the edge where the, the Diamondbacks got to see a peak of it at the end of the season already. And there's more coming. Um, they're Like you said, Brandon Fott's on his way. Yeah. Um, you've got some other arms that were in Amarillo that more than likely will probably be in Reno to start out the year um, and work our way up. Uh, and, and I just see a lot of big-time arms, big guys, uh, when it comes to especially the pitching. Pitching's all got size. Yeah. They all throw hard. They've got they've got serious secondary stuff. Um, and, and the case of like with Ryan Nelson, Tommy Henry, and Fott, uh, and Dre, um, they all throw multiple pitches. It's not just one. It's just not them just leaning on their fastball. And right. That's it. Right. Um, yeah. Right. We've seen that. We've seen the variety, especially from Jay Jamison. He's 
he's put together a pretty wonderful game plan at times against teams where he, you know, kind of switches up what his dominant pitches through some of his outings and things like that. So it's been incredible to see how quickly he's adapted at the major league level. Yeah, and, and honestly, the the big thing that noticed the difference is just him being able to, whether it was elevation or anything at the PCL level, his secondary uh, secondary breaking balls really took off at the major league level compared to they were a little bit flatter sometimes when yeah. it came to mm-hmm. uh at, at reno and that's sometimes just yeah, elevation and, or just the balls itself right um and, and so his strides and just seeing what he was able to do the last couple of starts was really impressive same thing with ryan nelson before he got before he got shut down at the end with his shoulder i i expect him to keep throwing 95 97 as long as everything's healthy yeah. and, and have that power slider that he was working on really hard to have that repeat motion when it came to him uh working on having it being a little bit more uh just hidden with his wind up and that was one the, one thing with ryan is that he was really he was a shortstop at oregon like he's only like three four <laughs> years of learning how to really pitch That's yeah crazy. and it's now and, and, and then and then you get to the big league level and you shove for two straight back-to-back sh- <laughs> shutouts right yeah uh, so <laughs> against two of the best teams in baseball yeah, yeah. It, exactly gosh. so he's still learning you've got a lot of you got guys like that and then you go from there to the outfield the outfield depth that's here is just uh, unbelievable it, like, it really is like to be to have dominic fletcher as like your fourth or fifth option yeah but, it's right. like how do they how do the d-backs find playing time for the I guy know. there's so many there's so many guys in that spot for them and yet dominic fletcher is that a really good year in reno and probably deserves that opportunity he he he's a plus defender he was a three-hole hitter that hit 300 in the, in the pcl and he's sort of like the also ran yeah. prospect yeah, yeah. Right. Right. That, that's right. that's how much riches that the d-backs have okay. and still coming up so I'm still excited to see Leandro Sedano is huge. He's a massive individual. Yeah. Like, and, and, and we and talk about the 500, car 527 home foot home run. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the 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 funny gag with him when it came to to uh, the clubhouse is that he was the Latin shack. Like he he's, he's this great at basketball and everything else like that as well. So he's a multi-sport athlete. He can hit, he can do everything. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do at the, the at Reno starting out the yes. year. Yeah. Um, but I also think that that's an added powerful stick that, that that was found from St. Louis and everything else like that in their organization. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you view it as a hindrance or as an aid to these pitchers to be pitching in ballparks like Amarillo and <laughs> Reno? Because we always talk about that, right? It's hard to gauge how good – or bad they are at times based on their numbers because their numbers don't always yeah. back up them being. I mean, I think Dre Jameson had an ERA over seven. Yeah, I want to say to it. He yeah. was like yeah. five and twelve. Like, is yeah. it is it yeah. almost like boot camp in a way where you like want it to be tougher before they get to the major leagues in a way so that then maybe you know <laughs> like, what, how tough is Reno if if a guy who had an ERA of seven there comes up and like dominates the podcast. That's what I mean. Like it doesn't seem like it's the worst thing, but it makes it hard to like gauge that we yeah. have talented picture pitchers in the minor leagues when you look at their numbers. If you just look at the surface stats, yeah. then that's that's where you can't look at them at the PCL level. Right. Like honestly, it could be one inning, it could be one pitch, it turns into four runs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. it, 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 and that blows up an ERA. Uh, it, it's the secondary uh, stats, the deeper analytics is really what a lot of the baseball development's looking at. Uh, you whether it's spin rate or release point or, or just an ERA or, or and everything else like that, they're, they're looking to see what the performance is, but, but it also is a mindset of the organization itself. I think that 
the Diamondbacks want that challenge, especially when it's with its pitching. Sure. You're, you're going to pitch in Colorado. You're going you're, yeah. you're, you're a still, lot. <laughs> you're a lot. You're still pitching at elevation here in Phoenix. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it, so the the they want to be if they can do it and show that you can throw a strike and you can be able to handle that those adverse uh, yeah. situations. Uh, at double a yeah. that and you can respond and and continue to compete and battle through and say i can do this regardless i think that they want that mindset in the player it seems like it's that's really what it is and we've heard a lot of the diamondbacks coaches and whatnot talk about that too is like their gauge is less so you know the era or the whip or some of the numbers for their pitchers it's more like did you throw strike one to the next hitter you know after giving up that cheap grand slam or you know whatever it was so there's a there's a mental aspect of this yeah. that I think is is really really big too. I want to get into the fact that the Reno Aces were 85 and 63. Like they had a really good season. Yeah. Uh, they won the Pacific Coast League they Championship. Sure they almost won the AAA Championship. That was a, a rough rough game. They had a six five lead going to the ninth inning. Unfortunately, the the bullpen couldn't hold things down there. But a fun season all the way around for the Aces. I know there was. A lot of different players that that played a role in that, and you know, players coming in and, and going out and whatnot. But um, it must have been a lot of fun for you guys to have a team that had that kind of success. Winning is always fun. Yeah, you can never. Diamondbacks fans have a craving that yeah, has we, not been satisfied in a few we years. Want to try that. <laughs> and the great thing is, is that there's a core here that is very similar to those mid 2000s Royals teams. Um, that they had prospects that won at the A ball level, they won at the AAA level, they kept them together. So there, there's a group of guys that are coming into this Diamondbacks clubhouse that know how to win and expect to win. And that is much of a, a mental hurdle that you need to break yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, so there's Tori's a, talked about that a lot. Tori is a big, yeah. he's a big proponent that he feels like they, they, they don't come in. With the same attitude, like that, a team like the Dodgers come into a game with knowing that they're going to win. He, he he says far too often he feels like the vibe is that they they think they're going to win or they hope they're going to win versus that confidence of knowing you can win baseball games and knowing you're going to win today kind of deal. Oh, absolutely! You can develop well, learning how to lose and you can learn how to win. Yeah. Um, and one of the big things that this coaching staff at Reno was is that development through winning. Um, Ultimately, development is the number one priority, but you, sure. but that secondary level of just learning how to win, squeaking out a win, doing the little things that need to, you need to do to be able to just get through, uh, to get that W, to get that one extra run above everybody else, that's a skill in itself. And to have a clubhouse to believe that if I can do that one little thing to make that win happen – it's a it's a win for everybody in the clubhouse. So I think that that's a mindset that is definitely throughout the minor league level with the with the Diamondbacks and the coaching staff instills that. And it's it's important. You, you when you get to the major league level, that that margin's like that thin. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It, it, it really and, is. And coming into that clubhouse that every day of saying, you know what, I'm going to go in and I'm going to win, is a is a mentality that uh that separates when when you can finally get to that point and you know that you're coming in already we've talked about that with like the bullpen right mm -hmm. the diamondbacks yeah. led the league in losses in the bullpen and it's not uh it's not that we think all of those losses are going to magically go away with a better bullpen but when you look at their season 10 10 wins out of those 41 losses 
changes the complexion of this season from being a season where they finish below 500 to finishing a few games above 500. You yeah. take a few more wins than that and you're usurping the Phillies who right now are in the you know World <laughs> Series uh, for the final playoff spot. So like that's that just shows how close how razor thin it is and and honestly how close the Diamondbacks really are even though you know we're st- we still feel like we're very far away from that point of of being back to the playoffs being back to where the Reno Aces seem to be now Jesse and I need to know this because we need to know who to attack who to be against so <laughs> who is the Aces biggest rival uh, it's Vegas and Sa- and Sacramento. Is are the Vegas okay. still the the Aviators, right? They're, they're the Aviators. Yeah. They're, they're the A's affiliate, and then Sacramento is the River Cats, and they're, okay. they're, they're the Giants affiliate. So they're, okay. the, they're the two closest ones. All right, we could get on board with the Giants yeah. affiliate hating mm-hmm. a Giants affiliate. So <laughs> the Reno good. Aces say Tacoma. They say oh. Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 there's also the, that's a, that's an on field one as well. So okay, that, there's always been sort of just a, a chippiness to it that that Ooh. between two the the two clubs up there. But I think they're just attacking. Jesse, because Jesse used to live in Tacoma, right? That's true. Uh, yeah, That's true. so I feel like this is just yet another personal <laughs> attack on Jesse. Who Jesse, by the way, Reno Aces uh, has beef with you. Uh, Jesse has beef. <laughs> We were out here. We were having a good time. Everybody was picking on Jesse. Uh, the Amarillo the, Sod the Rawhide started it. The, the Sod Poodles it. got in on it. Yeah. It started because on our show, you were talking about how um, VHS players could record TV shows. Oh, and I had, and I had, I had no Jesse. idea. Oh yeah, full disclosure. You can go back and watch the video. I, I had no idea that was possible. remember these conversations. I really don't because, again, you just – like I'm, I'm, I'm Matt Damon in that GIF of me aging right now as we speak. With you take saying you don't know VCRs record live television, but yeah, no, I get it, I understand. And the Reno Aces, they hit you up with a "Who's Jesse," which they did just now <laughs> uh, in the uh, comments. And, I know uh, this isn't your fault, Adam, but I have yeah, a serious beef with whoever your social media manager yeah. is. I know this has nothing to do with you whatsoever, but. Uh, I don't know what it is. They it's just, pretty they, good. Everyone he's else under, is having a great actually, time. He's actually texting right now under the desk, and he's not even looking at it, and he's hitting this stuff. No. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 is it Vince? Is it Vince that we have to blame? Who yeah. do we have to blame here? I feel like every, every, all the blame should the, go to Vince. Yeah, from what Max from tells what us, we were told, like we were supposed we to heap do. massive amounts of blame on Vince. <laughs> well, he, he's the head of the entire department, so you always, okay. you always can go after that. But, there, but there's, a group, there's a group of us that, that we have no problem uh, pushing buttons when we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Everyone else is just having so much yeah, fun. It was just, just lighthearted. So right. The rawhide, the hops, the yeah. sod poodles, and the aces. And Max, Max, Max is back. here. Max has some bad things to say about Vince, I'm oh, sure, right? I mean, absolutely. let's let's get let's get it out. What, what's up, Max? Oh, absolutely. Friend, I'm all, friend of Vince. Uh, fr- if you want to call it that. No, no, no. no, no, no. Fr- <laughs> uh, fortunately or unfortunately, Vince is one of my best buddies. Um, but yeah, that that guy's a giant piece of shit. Sometimes. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's, wow. So, well, that's you know that's, that's what friends do that's love no that's no right. but i i do know i do know who to blame for that that is mr aj Graham. that's all his Ooh. that's all his doing and that man right, is AJ. grim on tw- on uh, on twitter because he's spicy man he'll, he'll, he'll <laughs> give it to you yeah he, he's gotten third-party validation world-class trolls so. right. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah yes i love it well we are happy to have the aces in our lives for better or for worse for shit talking or not but uh we he probably stole my keys yes he probably did <laughs> the aces are just that that social that media guy to blame for everything yeah. that right? was just shame that was just shame guys uh but 
Uh, of course, we thank you guys for being here. Shout out to our friends over at OGs, by the way. If you haven't had a chance to check out their wonderful edibles, they are Arizona's top-selling gummy. And, of course, uh, they are putting you to bed with their new Sleep Edition gummy. Uh, you won't want to sleep on these. I had to say that because Max is in here, and he loves that he loves that line. You won't want to sleep on these. But, uh, of course, OGs' new Sleep Edition gummy has a 2-to-1 THC to CBN ratio, the CBN being a compound that not only helps you fall asleep but stay asleep. And we know that's what so many people are seeking out a good night's sleep. So make sure to flavor your dreams with the new uh, Sleep Edition gummy from OGs. They have a wide variety of doses and strains for you to check out. Make sure to check them out at your local dispensary. You can uh, check them out online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. Uh, must be 21 years or older to purchase and uh, enjoy. Enjoy responsibly. But thank you guys again so much. Adam, thank you so much for joining us, man. Hey, we appreciate awesome. you. Thank uh, you. We can't wait to come out to Reno and check out the ballpark because we want to come out and see the vibe and be there for a game. We uh, we need to we, and we need to check out the future of this team in person without it just being so far away. You're welcome anytime. Come That's out awesome. to Greater Nevada Field, and we'll definitely uh, make sure that you see all the prospects coming your way down Let's here. Let's go. Let's go. And hey, some days like Derek, said, Derek didn't want to go to a Diamondbacks game. He just wanted to go to the Aces. Game. No, it's very true. But it's I had very to tell true. him. I was Derek, like, that's why like are we a thousand doing this? miles away. And I'm like, just... yeah, that's like four hours. Let's get in the car. Let's go. But uh, remember, <laughs> I think Vegas is four hours. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think Reno is. Hour, hour forty five flight. There yeah, you go. You have to. You haven't driven with me yet, though. So oh that's, gosh. We'll <laughs> oh god. Shout out to Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> if man. we take the rap four, maybe. If we take the rap four. <laughs> Wait, Derek. I you, gotta get the ox. Derek, you missed this. Wednesday, Jesse was talking about how his rap four would beat anybody's car in a race because it was a V six. What I mean, like, like, okay, he was literally looking up zero to zero to sixty times. Oh God, no! There's no way. No, what? I looked up the zero to sixty times of the of like basically everyone's cars in our office, and I found that mine was the lowest. Yeah, but you're not. That you're is not, not true. That. There's no Yours way. Yours was the true. slowest. It was not, not the lowest. It was not the slowest. There's no way. It was not There's the no way that's possible. We're going to have to do research on this. It was faster than your Audi Q, whatever no, it was. No, it was not. It was. It was not. Oh my God! Let's let's go. Let's, let's go. try it. I'm just reminded I'm down. of all the terrible cars we have here at the office. But of course, <laughs> uh, we thank you guys for joining us. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N Friedman. Of course, you have to follow the Aces at the Aces. All right, you have a Twitter? No. I don't. All right. Well, he's uh, you contact him through the Aces. So that's what you need. To do. But of course, uh, all roads lead to at phnx underscore. Sports and uh, at PHNX underscore D-backs. Uh, that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for the at PHNX underscore sports. Uh, I'm still rusty at this, but I'll, I promise I'll get back on track. Uh, <laughs> we thank you guys again so much for joining us on behalf of everybody in this room. Faj, Max, Adam, Jesse, and myself, we appreciate your time as always. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun in Reno.